That's right. Welcome in. Welcome back, everybody, to a offensive line give and take edition of the Always Irish Show. Thank you so much for joining me. As always, you can find the show on YouTube. Do hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. I appreciate that. Hit the notifications bell so you don't miss any new content when it drops. Okay. Give the video a thumbs up afterwards if you approve of the content. Don't if you don't. That's fine too. Okay. Twitter, in the search bar, always Irish or at JKZND4. Emails, always IrishND at gmail.com. Audio only anywhere you want me. You could get me, and the merchandise link is below in the description. Okay. So the topic here is. Offensive line, give and take. I've been thinking a lot about this new modern offense we all want to see. And the more I think about it, we're all, myself included, worried about the quarterback. Worried about what's going to happen with that wide receiver room. Those those are uh, glorified positions that actually physically put the points on the board. I've spent a lot of time speaking on both of those position groups, worried about it. What about this offensive line? That's what I'm starting to think about and and worry about more and more as we approach midsummer here, beginning of summer, whatever. So it's extremely rare to have to replace four out of five offensive linemen. That's always going to be hard no matter who you are. And that's the position Notre Dame's in. But what is super rare is freshmen starting at O-line at premier big-time programs like Notre Dame. I'm not talking due to injury and, and things like that. But I believe the last true freshman offensive lineman to start at Notre Dame, not due to like injury mid through this season, I'm saying... Going into the first game, this is the plan to start this freshman. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought it was Sam Young back in 06. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm missing somebody. But my point is, look at how long ago that was. And it was only one guy. We're looking at replacing four out of five starting offensive linemen. And two of them might be freshmen. So this is super rare for all schools and especially at a Notre Dame offensive line factory like we've been with putting our guys into the league lately. So this year we're looking at maybe two of these guys and it's making me nervous. Okay, what do we make of this? Well... We all want to see this new offense implemented, high-flying, more aggressive, modern, let's go into the future, all that stuff. The offensive line has to be a huge part of it. If the offensive line isn't ready and isn't playing as one cohesive unit, that's going to push back this new offensive implementation we all want to see. And Notre Dame simply cannot afford to push that process back or even have it retarded for half the year because the offensive line can't get it together. Notre Dame can't 
afford that. Cannot. They have to come ready to go. Ready to go. There is no leeway whatsoever to speak of with this process. The first game, it was already going to be at Florida State. This week, they announced it's going to be the night game of the week on Memorial Day, that Sunday or whatever. Not Memorial Day, Labor Day, whatever holiday that is. You got to be ready right away. There is no easing into this against Central Junior High College. No. Florida State night game, week one. You got to be ready. That unit has to play as a cohesive group, be efficient and effective. No missed assignments, no communication errors, no looking at each other. I thought you were going to block that guy. I thought you weren't. No, none of that can happen. None of it. So I'm nervous about this and justifiably so. I showed you the data of how rare it is to even have one freshman scheduled and slated to start intentionally. We're looking at two. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. So on the downside, there's a reason it's so rare for true freshmen to play on offensive lines. Because it's hard. Not only is it hard, but it's also a physical thing. A lot of those guys are not developed ready enough to play right away too. That's where recruiting comes in, where you got to get the most ready bodies you can in there fast. So on the minus side, there is no leeway for Notre Dame. Florida State night game right away. Got to be ready. Now, there are some pluses that make me feel like this might not be a disaster and might be okay. Number one is, Both these guys enrolled early, so they were able to get in the weight room early and have Bayless shape them the way that he wants on their frame, get situated into Notre Dame itself, and settle into the change of environment, school, all that kind of stuff. And the other thing is, these guys were highly rated. That's the other thing. It's not like you're starting freshmen who weren't considered great recruits. Fisher, the number eight ranked tackle. Spindler, number three ranked guard. So that is a plus. You're dealing with guys that are top 10 at their position in the country. That does help. Fisher, 6'6", 330. Spindler, 6'5", 315. This is not a situation where a guy's 6'6", 280, and they got to find a way to put 40 pounds on him so he doesn't get pushed around. So, the negatives, this isn't done a lot for a reason, let alone with two guys. It's rare enough for it to be one. You're looking at two. Maybe both on the left side as well. That's a big deal. That's a tough ask and a big deal. Okay? No leeway. It's extremely rare. Need them to be good right away. So those are the concerns. So the title of this is the give and take. Those are kind of the freaking freaking me out concerns. On the plus side, 
There's nothing that says it's a guarantee these guys can't go in there and be effective right away. They might be great, and being enrolled early helps. Their bodies being fairly mature and massive already helps. So there's no guarantee it's going to be a disaster or that they're going to look like turnstiles in the, the humid heat of Tallahassee. Here's another plus side. These guys are going to become future leaders of the Notre Dame program. Okay, I could argue Fisher was already the leader of that recruiting group by the way he was recruiting other guys and uh, on social media and befriending all these potential recruits. Fisher was already the leader of this class anyways. This will further that. This will further that. So these guys are going to become the leaders of your program if they're playing early in this big of roles. So down the road, two to three years, it's going to be a massive benefit when we look back that these guys were playing meaningful snaps and were called on so early in their careers. So they should be fantastic in a few years, even if there is some learning curve early. And those are going to be the leaders in the group in a couple years also. But I hate to say it, Notre Dame cannot afford to wait for this to develop. You cannot not install this new offense the way you want because of the offensive line can't do what it needs to. You can't. If that happens, this is a wasted year. Wasted year. Because you are not going to be able to do what you want to do as that line gets in its groove, gels, whatever you want to talk about it, cohesion, whatever you want to call it. There is no leeway, no time, no flexibility. You got to go beat Florida State week one. There is no time for you to figure this out on the run once the season starts. You got to be ready now. Now. There is no room for error. None. None. So, There's positives and there are negatives. My hope is the negatives are minimized because these guys are great. They're acclimating quickly. They're smart and they're going to get with the program. If that happens, it's going to be fantastic. We could get this new offense humming and then get those guys entrenched as the leaders of that age group early. That will pay big dividends in two to three years when they're upperclassmen with all this experience. All this experience. Not in mop-up duty. Not in blowouts. Not against central somebody. Right away playing every game. All the big boys on the schedule starting with Florida State. So, there are positives to this. There are concerns with this. I just know I have no patience, none, to be a dozen years into Kelly and then hear that we have an offensive line that can't all work together as a unit and you embarrass yourself in Tallahassee. Nope. You don't get that flexibility in year 12. You don't. 
That cannot be the issue that holds you back after a dozen years. So I am not going to accept that. Figure it out and be able to be effective enough. We can win our games and work on this new offense. Okay? That's what I need to see. I think these two guys are different and they are they're going to be called on early and I just hope they I just hope they hold their own. I just hope they own their own. But there are inherent major risks to starting two guys this young on the offensive line. That's why you hardly ever see it and it's on my radar as one of the biggest things that could derail where we're trying to go. Don't let it happen. You have no flexibility. There are no excuses. Got to be ready to push people around night one. 